0: The following is a production of Different Brains. Visit us at differentbrains.org. Hi, I'm Dr. Hacky Reitman. Welcome to another episode of Exploring Different Brains. We have as today's guest, the author from San Francisco, Donna Levin, whose latest book he Could Be Another Bill Gates is just coming out now. Don Eleven, welcome to Different Brains.
1: Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: Why don't you introduce yourself a lot better than I did to the audience?
1: He Could Be Another Bill Gates is my uh, fourth published novel, and it's. Um... Uh, it, it's a follow up book, not really a sequel to uh, There's More Than One Way Home, which was published about a year and a half ago, both by Chickadee Prince Books. Um, I've been a writer all my life, not necessarily a good writer, but I've always been a writer. Um, I like to quote uh, John Gardner, who wrote in his own book on becoming a novelist that nothing's harder than being a novelist unless that's all one wants to be, in which case, while being a novelist is hard, everything else is harder. And that describes it pretty well. So I've occasionally
0: deviated
1: from, uh, if I may be so pretentious, the calling of uh, writing novels, and it's never worked out very well. Um, So that's what I'm back to doing uh, full time. When you tell somebody you write three or four hours a day, they say, what do you do the rest of the day? But believe me, it takes all day to get those three or four hours in. So um, and I was a, a, a teacher for a long time at UC Berkeley Extension. Not doing that right now. Um, for, you know, very little, it was very little pay for a lot of work. And uh, I'm just taking break. Okay, so
0: um, that's, that, that's that's a good overview. Well, you got and, a lot going on. You're bringing up uh, four kids. You're doing many other things. You're writing four books. Everything's four with you. Now.
1: Well, <laughs> um, well, I must say it's a lot easier now that they're they're older. Those early years were kind of tough. Um, you know, trying to work, right and have the four kids at home.
0: Well, tell us about um, how you know Will's. Will's diagnosis, tell us about the journey you've had, you know, as a mom and how you adapted to it.
1: Well, I'll be honest and say it was a tough time. Um, he We had no indication at all that there was something uh, amiss or you know atypical until he was about two and a half. When I look back now, I see that um You know, his gross motor skill milestones were were quite delayed. But that's nothing you worry about past the age of five once a kid gets there. Um, And then he started um, reciting the scripts from videos that he'd watched or TV shows that he'd watched. And at first, frankly, we thought, oh, isn't he brilliant? He's memorized a script when he's only seen it once. And then gradually there's this dawning there's this dawning uneasy recognition that that's not necessarily a good thing. but I know with with us, I think you you fight it a long time. you just want to think your kid is going to have an easy life and is like every other kid and um, you know that was um, we we finally, finally got a diagnosis. Actually, in those days, it was called PDD. It wasn't until several years later that I really started to hear about the autism spectrum and Asperger's syndrome and all those things. Uh, Now, everybody knows about the autism spectrum. But I will say that things get a lot better. Uh, The early intervention is really crucial. Within a, a year of not necessarily a diagnosis, but you know, knowing that he needed some intervention, um, he blossomed quite a bit. He'd been very fearful. He'd be, been very rigid, uh, and he became um, much more flexible. And um, you know, the, the tantrum stopped, and he started a really terrific preschool out here uh, that was run by the school district. Uh, and with a really incredible teacher, you know, they're hard to find. These people who talk about a calling. She really had a calling to work with neurotypical, ki- uh, neuro uh, diverse kids. Um, and then he went. He went to kindergarten at a public school. It, it, it's interesting that he was only in the second year of this school's full inclusion program. So there was still a lot of resistance among the the staff, um, and if I may say, I'm one of these people now, among the older staff in particular, I mean, you know, like people my age who um, thought, well, I wasn't trained in special ed, I shouldn't have to deal with this, etc. But with each passing year, everybody got with the program more and more, and this was his, he was at this school through eighth grade, and it turned out to be a really positive experience. He was elected to the student council, you know, he had. Plenty of friends, um, plenty of activities there. It's now that he's a young adult, actually, that he though that he really has uh, a community, uh, and I think that's a lot of what Ascend is about is about community for uh, the neurodiverse. So these, and if I may, uh, he and I uh, accompanied him to the Power Morphicon just about a week and a half ago. That's the Power Ranger convention uh, in Anaheim. It's our fifth time. I think he'll go without me next time. But, OMG, those are his peeps. They're just surrounded by people who just get him, get each other, and he just had a fantastic time. And I did, too, because I was in the hotel room with room service and a rented movie, and it was great.
0: Now you being an author, how much has your son Will inspired your books?
1: Well, these last two books quite a bit. Um, I uh, in the early years, I I've always drawn on my own life in my fiction, although also heavily fictionalized it. Uh, and my my first novel was about a family that was very much about my family of origin. Uh, but um, so there's more than one way home is the story of a uh, mom with a 10-year-old son on the spectrum. But he could be another Bill Gates, although it's the same mom five years later. The boy now is 16. His name is Jack. And uh, he's inspired by Will, but he's, I would, He's only inspired. He's very much a fictional character. And I write from his point of view. and um, uh, for me people readers seem to like him.
0: how do you how do you do that? How do you get in the mind and in the into that character? Um, that's a talent that maybe your best talent as a writer, too. I mean, to be able to do that. You know, just why I'm asking the question is because one of the things I think that gets overlooked in one of the you know great authors uh, I think uh, you know Stephen King was his ability to remember and get into the character of what it was like to be a child who are not little adults like in his in his it you know and then you say oh my god I had forgotten When I was a kid, that's how it was. And you're able to do that and get into the inside the mind of somebody on the spectrum. Tell us about that.
1: Well, I think, you know, um, every writer has to use her imagination quite a bit. And I'm sure there are people who read it and say, no, that's not right, you got it wrong. but. You know, if if I can only write from the point of view of a middle-aged white Jewish woman, it's going to be a very uh, narrow perspective. Um, So, I mean, a writer has to be able to write about, from the point of view of of the opposite sex or from older people, younger people, um, people of different backgrounds. There's um, a lot of controversy now about cultural appropriation. And I'm sympathetic to that, of course, but um, I think sometimes it may go too far. Uh, so I hope nobody comes back and says you have no right to write from the point of view of so, said the neurodiverse.
0: What else would you like to tell us about your upcoming book? He could be another Bill Gates.
1: Well, um, let's see. It's it's uh, it's it's about making a new family, uh, Anna. Is the mom at the the coincidence? She's not named after my daughter. Just although it is one of my favorite names, so that's maybe how she ended up as my uh, my daughter's name too. But uh, Anna is as the mom. Her she her marriage broke up in a very unpleasant way five years before, and now she's a single mom and she has Jack, and then she has. Uh, and extremely precocious. Her ex-husband wants to think that she's gifted. She probably isn't, but this is an outlet for his own unfulfilled ambitions. Um, And she meets somebody else, another man who also has a son on the spectrum, who's Jack's age. And it looks like they may have a future together, but there are two spouses in the picture who are going to do their best to keep that them apart. And then, of course, there's Jack himself. We... The book opens with him on the first day of school, meeting uh, a young woman, uh, Ashley, who has dreams of saving the world and who takes an interest in Jack. And, of course, he misunderstands that interest and is trying to win her heart at the same time, that she is a very nice person, but she has her own agenda and her own problems. So there's really the two, the stories of the mom and the stories of the son with their own romantic pursuits. And um, I, it, although I emphasize that this, that Jack is not Will, um, but I like to think of him as a tribute to Will at the same time. He's Heroic. He's persistent. He's uh, devoted and loyal and loving. Um, He uh, has to fight certain obstacles that people don't always understand, but he just never ever gives up. And you know that's that's the uh, that's the of that story.
0: We'll look forward to the release in October, and we can certainly all use. Uh, another lesson in determination, and how does our audience who wants to learn more about you? How do they learn more about you?
1: Well, um, I finally have a new website. Uh, I had an old website that had the blog on the home page, but if you don't keep that blog updated, then you know it starts to look embarrassing. Anyway, new new website. Uh, Dot 11com Not sure how I came up with that. Um, but but there's not a lot of personal information there because um, I just I'm I think when people start listing all everything they've ever done of you know I lived in Paris for a year and I have a law degree both of which are true by the way <clears throat> but then it it starts to sound kind of um, uh, pathetic and. I have a Wikipedia page, which also doesn't have a huge amount of information, but uh, but you can find me on Wikipedia also. And um, what else? I mean, beyond that, there's not a great deal of, of um, that's interesting, really. I mean, I, anything that's interesting is in the books.
0: If someone in our audience is uh, just receiving the news that their child has a diagnosis with autism, what is the one message you would want to give them right here on Different Brains?
1: The the one message would be that the future is yet to be written. That Don't take this as any kind of death knell uh, or um, ominous warning about uh, unemployment and institutions. It's not. It's just not. Um it's completely unpredictable how kids and even adults develop and resources and awareness is increasing all the time. Um, so there there's a lot of there are a lot of good things you can do. There's a lot of great things your kid can do. That would be number 1. Tell number us. Number 2 about... would be to... I'm sorry.
0: Oh no, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Start with number 2. I, I
1: I was going to say number two would be get involved in the community. That's where the, the autism community, that's where there's a lot of support and understanding and networking um, in terms of other other resources.
0: What other upcoming projects are on the drawing board for Don Eleven?
1: Well, I'm working on a new novel. And I thought this one would be the easy one. After all, I've written several, so now I've got it, right? And it's not been easy. It's uh, changed a lot, even in the year plus I've been working on it. But it's about, it takes place in Marin County. And uh, it's about four women of a certain age who get together in a support group, use a talking stick. But this talking stick may have some kind of powers. We're not, you know, they're not sure.
0: Oh boy. See, I love talking to authors when they're at that stage. It's far enough down the road where it's got a little bit of body to it, but you got a lot of leeway. So I'm not gonna ask you anymore. Okay. I'm not gonna ask you anymore.
1: <laughs> There's not much more I can tell you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we hope you keep the books coming, Don 11 It's been a pleasure to have you here. And I hope uh, that your son, Will, and uh, your husband, Michael, keep up their good work on the board of the ASCEND organization. They will. And to your daughters and everything else, you're a terrific role model as a mom and an author and all of the different things you do. So thank you so very much for being with us here. Thank you. Exploring Different Brains is a production of Different Brains, Inc. For more information, visit us at differentbrains.org.